0: It's the Kim Munson Show, analyzing the most important story.
1: Out here in Colorado, we had a sex education bill that was passed. It was signed by the governor and put into law. I just can't believe what is happening to uh, public education.
0: The latest in politics and world affairs.
1: We are now using policy that if you don't affirm something, that they use policy then to take away your businesses.
0: Today's current opinions and ideas.
1: Kids are just being bombarded with darkness.
0: Is it freedom or is it force? Let's have a conversation.
1: You know, we need to get back to letting our kids be kids.
0: Uh Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Leslie, guess what today is. It's hump day. Woo-hoo!
1: Woo-hoo is right. And welcome to the Kim Munson Show. It is hump day. You have made it halfway through the week. It is Wednesday, which means it is Wings Day at Hooters Restaurants. You buy uh, 20 wings, you get 10 for free. That's for to-go or dine-in. Highly recommend their smoked wings with the lemon rub on those. They're half the calories. They are delicious. And uh, Sue Kinfield is in studio with me today. Uh, And uh, actually, when the girls get together... I get those smoked wings, and they like them, don't they?
2: They're awesome. They always go very quickly. (laughs)
1: Yes, they do. And, uh, Producer Steve, I know that you'd like some, but you know what? You haven't ever made it to those.
0: Every time I show up there, they show me the door. Mm.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So be sure and check that out. They have five locations. Let's see, Lone Tree, Westminster, Loveland, Colorado Springs, and Aurora. You can go to my website and just click on the Sponsors tab, and all my sponsors will come up, and there's a landing page, and we have all their specials. We have the February specials on there right now, and we're going to be updating those March ones, but all kinds of specials, Happy Hour, Lunch. In fact, Sue, you and I have have met over there uh, for Happy Hour, and... Uh, I love I love all the specials that they have.
2: It's great, and we had a good chance to talk with some of the young ladies who work there as well. Yes, yep.
1: and uh, yeah. And so anyway, Hooters restaurants is a great to, great partner of mine. So go to my website and check that out. We've got a great show planned for you today. Uh, thank you to each of you for listening. You're each you're treasured, you're valued. You have a purpose. Live with intention, my friends. We've got a lot of work to do. When you look at the when we're going to talk about this bill of the day. And I want to say welcome to Communist China, Colorado. Uh, and we are in the bottom nine as far as the economies in the uh, United States. And my understanding is, is we are in the top three for unemployment in uh, the United States of America. And uh, you know what? This Lay this at the feet of this governor, this radical activist, regressive uh, Senate, and a House of Representatives, and then also
2: the fact that we aren't having people
1: that are standing up and standing against this and fighting this, Sue.
2: You know, it's gonna get really interesting. I heard coming over here, um, you know, Texas is opening up, yep. and Mississippi, yep. and, and they're also looking at uh, relieving restrictions on businesses. And so companies are gonna be bring, bring, bringing people back. And it, it occurred to me, I wonder if there's gonna be a competitive edge in those states because there's a lot of people who are anxious to get back to work and to get back to something uh, assembling normal. And so it's going to be interesting to see how those states do in comparison to states maybe like Colorado, who doesn't open up. I could probably give
1: you a crystal ball, a prediction on that. And that is what was so brilliant, Sue, about the founders, is that each state, we, we certainly have the federal government, which is way out of control. And you're going to see this Biden administration and this Democrat uh, Senate and uh, House of Representatives at the national level try to run cover for states like Colorado. uh, Because um, if, in fact, we get to do these 50 different states, which are all different petri dishes on how they're going to react to things, for example, Kristi Noem, uh, governor of South Dakota, they never shut down. They have 3% unemployment. Mm -hmm. Uh, We need to make sure that these kinds of things – uh, each state gets to compete, and you will see, even though we have this these gorgeous Rocky Mountains,
2: actually people will vote with their feet, and I know people that are already. Yeah, I think uh, you're seeing a lot of states like California, a massive exodus in California, and there's a lot of people that you and I both know who decided to leave this beautiful state of Colorado. I know it. I know it. And I can see that Producer Steve, I get to work with some really great
0: people,
1: and that's Producer Steve, Zach, Patty, Keith, Charlie, and all the people at Crawford Broadcasting. And don't let that go to your heads, producer Steve.
0: <laughs> oh, my. Hey, uh, rel- related to what you're talking about, the Babylon Bee uh, is known for their satire. Uh, they, I'll show it to you later. But they did a great thing on the, <clears throat> the governor of Texas' announcement yesterday uh, in terms of what the uh, mask, uh, you know, pulling back the mask requirement is really all about. You'll love it.
1: Okay. Okay, I guess that'll be a cliffhanger for all of us, huh? <laughs> and, uh, hey, be sure and check out my website. That's Kim Munson, dot com. We have all of our, well, we have most of our recaps up there. We are, Sue, you know what this is like to, to re, we have a new server for our uh, website, and then we also have changed the server for our email newsletter. Mm-hmm. And so be a little bit patient with this, but most all of our, uh, our our, uh, podcasts are up there and check it out and be sure and check out the podcast that I did last week with John Eastman and he was Trump's attorney. He uh, was, was or is, but he's not teaching the uh, visiting professor of conservative thought and policy up at uh, CU and be sure and check that out because he goes through his meeting on uh, January four between the president and the vice president, president Trump and vice president Pence, January sixth. Um, what happened there, also election integrity, and then ultimately getting canceled basically by CU. Very powerful podcast, and you need to listen to it. I'm sure it's fascinating. It is fascinating. And you can uh, sign up for my weekly newsletter at KimMunson.com and email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. And my friends, I have these great partners that I work with. uh, Also, to each and every one of you that are contributing to support the show thank you when we get to bill of the day you'll realize how important it is that we have these independent voices out there so i really really do appreciate that and also we're getting near the weekend steve and america's veteran stories on sunday afternoon 3 to 4 p.m. we'll be talking with peter neeb and he actually um is lives in the netherlands And we'll be talking about uh, some of his experiences with World War II veterans that have gone back to Europe, as well as he and his sister. He was just a toddler. And his mother and his three-year-old sister and himself, they were uh, actually spent three years in a Japanese um, POW camp or internment camp. In World War II. It is a fascinating story, Sue.
2: That's such a remarkable show that you do, Kim. I know so many people who are grateful that you're putting those stories out there. It's really important that people hear them.
1: It is, it's truly on my heart to do this. So let's go to our quote for the the day here. Because you're going to be in studio, or you are in studio, <laughs> you're here, and we're going to be talking about resiliency. Mm-hmm. And it is so important right now. A, a recent study that was done or a recent survey said that 78% of
2: Americans are feeling stress. Yes, the American Psychological Association, their annual stress survey um, was pretty remarkable And that 78% of Americans have um, feel that coronavirus, the whole pandemic, has contributed to the stress that they're feeling. Mm-hmm. 78% of the people that they surveyed.
1: I recently had my uh, physical and I asked uh, one of the um, people there at the office, I said, how uh, how are you seeing um, people getting through this uh, COVID-19 China Wuhan virus reaction disruption? And she said, well, we figure out that people are either going to come out of this as a chunk, a hunk, or a drunk.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's unfortunately, that's a There's really more truth succinct to <laughs> way to put it. Yeah, we'll dive a little bit deeper as to some of the, some of the things that are impacting all the that coronavirus pandemic is so inclusive of a a lot of different things that have stressed people out.
1: Yeah, this is an important show. So I wanted to go to resilience, uh, resiliency quotes, and I, I found Horace. And Horace was the Roman lyric poet during the time of Augustus. He was born in 65 BC, just before Steve. (laughs) he was born in 65 bc he died in 8 bc he was 56 years old he said this he said adversity has the effect of eliciting talents which in prosperous circumstances would have lain dormant Mm
2: -hmm. yeah that's a good one okay let's
1: ask lauren levy what he thinks of that hey lauren uh you don't think that it's mean that i i make fun of steve's age do you
3: I just think you're lucky there's a big pane of glass between the two of you sometimes.
0: (laughs) Yes, and it's bulletproof.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Lauren Levy, Polygon Financial Group. What is happening with interest rates? Uh, Now that Biden is in uh, office and there is a Democrat Congress, and they're, they're printing money and spending money like crazy, what's happening with the interest rates on mortgages?
3: So if you recall, last week when we spoke, I was mentioning that things were starting to head higher, and they were. And if you watch uh, the market reaction, we had several down days in a row on the stock market as the 10-year no was approaching. It actually tipped out at 161. Things have settled down the last few days with the 10-year down back in the lower 140s, and rates have calmed back down. So when I was saying that a 30-year was bumping up back over 3% last week, they're just bumping down below three again now, which is nice. So a little bit of a settling down for the last several days.
1: There's so much uncertainty out there, Lauren. If somebody can make certain what their mortgage is gonna be with their interest rate, that makes so much sense. I know a lot of people that have refinanced but I, I know there's people that are procrastinators. They're so like, "Ah, oh, that's a good idea," and then, "Ah, oh, interest rates went up a little bit. I'll wait." Now is a really good time to give you a call and get this process possibly started. There's no harm, no foul on this if they call you uh, and and start the process. Even if they need an appraisal, you actually pay for the pr- appraisal uh, for all of the Kim Munson Show listeners.
3: That's right, I do, and uh, that's about a six hundred to six hundred fifty dollars uh, value, and. I was reading a report from one of our major lenders just yesterday that was saying that believe it or not, there's still about 70% of homeowners out there that have not refinanced that would be eligible, which means that they can lower their rate by, you know, a half to a 1% uh, through a refinance. So a lot of people are still out there sitting on the sidelines and I would uh, back up what you say and take advantage of it and, and get locked in on something that uh, will save a bunch of money.
1: Uh, that sounds like a great idea, Lauren. How can people reach you?
3: Uh, best way is to call 303
1: 8881 That's again, 303-880-8881. And one of the beautiful things about your business, Lauren, is you work with a whole bunch of different lenders. So you can kind of shop the market and find something uh, for each individual, uh, which really fits their needs. And I think that's really very important.
3: I agree. And sometimes lenders will get overwhelmed and they're a little busy and their rates go up. So it's nice to have other ones to fall back on. So uh, to always keep the rates down as best we can.
1: Okay, Lauren Levy, thank you so much for your partnership, and you're a sponsor not only of the Kim Munson Show, but also of America's Veterans Stories with Kim Munson, and we will talk to you next week.
3: All right. Thank you, Kim. And again, you
1: You bet. That number is 303-880-8881. And we're going to go to break. Sue Kinfield is in studio in the third and fourth segment. We'll be talking about resiliency, which is a very important topic right now. When we come back, Nate Ormond is on the line. And we talked with him yesterday. He is a a dad that was just very concerned about kids not being in school. And so he He went to work to do something about that. We're going to find out if there were some results last night at the school board meeting. Stay tuned. Home ownership and private property rights help you build wealth for you and your family. REMAX Alliance award-winning realtor Karen Levine understands this. Supply is super tight right now. This is why you need a seasoned professional with excellent negotiating skills on your side of the table, whether buying or selling an existing home or buying a new build. As a member of the National Association of Realtors Board of Directors, Karen Levine volunteers hours of her time to help you build your American dream. Call her today at 303-877-7516. Again, that's
0: 303-877-7516. All of Kim's sponsors are an inclusive partnership with Kim and are not affiliated with or in partnership with KLZ or Crawford Broadcasting. If you would like to support the work of the Kim Munson Show and grow your business, contact Kim at her website, KimMunson.com. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com.
1: And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. I am Kim Munson. Be sure and check out our website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there. You can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. And be sure and check out our most recent podcast or all of our podcasts and op-eds, but particularly the one that I did with uh, John Eastman, Trump's attorney, really goes through and explains a lot of things that have occurred. It's very important, uh, and I'd recommend that you check that out. Uh, Nate Orman is on the line with me. He is a businessman down in uh, Douglas County which is my county, and certainly frustrated that our kids have not gotten back to school. And so he decided to do something about that. Nate Orman, welcome back to the show.
4: Good morning. How are you?
1: I am well. You, um, you ha- had pledged to put up $100,000 of your own money uh, to recall four Douglas County school board members because they have not gotten our kids back to school and we talked a bit about that yesterday, Nate. People can go back and listen to the show on that. And But last night was the Douglas County School Board meeting. What happened?
4: Well, they, they uh, unanimously voted to let the kids go back to school safely, full-time, in person, right after spring break. So March 22nd, they're sending all the kids back full-time in person, kindergarten through 12th grade. This was something they had not even contemplated as recently as 30 days ago. Um, uh, at the beginning of January, they had said they were not even going to consider hybrid learning um, until today's meeting. And in that short period of time between January 5th and March 2nd, we moved them all the way to going back to school full-time in person for all grades um, uh, You know, much faster than they were going to. It was a huge victory for the parents of Douglas County and for all the volunteers for uh, the Road to Recall campaign.
1: That is really astounding. There must be some new data that they they, uh, came up with to uh, make that uh, switch within the last 30 days, Nate, right?
4: Well, I can tell you, you know, some of our internal polling, which you mentioned yesterday, started getting out there. You know, we started being able to share that information with people, and they saw how angry and frustrated parents were. And as of last night, um, when we did our our raw signature count, we were at more than 40% of our raw signature goal already in less than two weeks. And I think that information and the amount of people that they saw, the amount of volunteers that they saw uh, around the county getting signatures and the amount of people lining up for signatures probably spooked them, I would guess. Um, And they've made some real drastic changes to, to have this decision made um you know less than less than uh, 60 days after i announced uh, the recall effort and 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 less than 30 days after they had not even mentioned that this was going to be an option on the table um in fact they were going to do a limited option of hybrid uh, which they did start at the end of february after we put pressure on it that was the conversation that they were going to have last night and instead they they shifted that 30 days early and then went to full person uh, full time in person learning you know, 30 days, less than 30 days after that. So, I mean, it's just a huge victory for all these volunteers that were out there, for all the parents that were out there doing all this hard work.
1: Nate Orman, first of all, congratulations. And I I find the new data uh, uh, that was so interesting about this was uh, the fact that everyday people went to work to get their voices heard. And uh, I I think this is a really huge victory, and, and particularly here in Colorado, because I think so many times people are feeling like, these people that are elected into office and these bureaucrats and, uh, and uh, you know, unelected um, people that are representing us as well uh, are not listening. This is a huge victory, Nate Orman. Congratulations.
4: Well, thank you. You know, and I want to say that, you know, we're not done yet. So so we knew eventually, we knew we were going to prevail. And so we've actually already had RoadToRecovery.co set up to gather bar, uh, uh, signatures. Are teaming together volunteers to run an eight-month campaign we're not going to wait till september uh, as has normally happened and as has kept the board in in this particular board's hands for years now and created this problem i am prepared to fund and launch an eight-month campaign we're not even going to take a short break on this we're going to keep our volunteers activated uh, we're going to keep our activity on social media high we're gonna. I'm going to continue to have Zoom Q&As uh, that I do with the volunteers and with the team and uh, all the neighborhood organize, uh, organization that has been set up. And, um, you know, as we work towards September, uh, you know, I know that there are going to be certain vested interests that are going to oppose us, but we're okay with that because we do represent the children and we do represent the other p- parents, you know, not that entrenched bureaucracy that has failed our students time and time again. So we're ready to pivot towards a full eight-month campaign to take this board back. Um, And so I would encourage people that are interested to go to roadtorecovery.co because we're ready to take this fight to the next level because it's that important. But we did get a short-term victory. It was a major victory. And, you know, it was so important to get our kids back in school full-time. And it's now even more important than ever now that we've seen how this board has performed over the last year to make sure that come this November, we take the board back.
1: Okay, and again, that is roadtorecovery.co, you said? Correct. Okay, roadtorecovery.co. I love the fact that you are ready to go with this. The education of our children is so important. We need to be setting our kids up to be critical thinkers, to give them the tools to go out and thrive and prosper. And I I congratulate you, Nate Orman, for stepping forward and really making a difference. So congratulations on that. Let's stay in touch. Roadtorecovery.co. And people ask me all the time, Nate, what can I do? I want to help. This is a spot that people can really um, help either with probably contributions or with, um, with actually happy, you know, with their time as well. Right, Nate?
4: that's exactly right so the first step is just signing up right and get on our contact list and then very very shortly within the next few days you'll hear for next next steps from us and and really the key is here to stay engaged and make people feel the pressure make the board feel the pressure and let everyone know that we are involved we're not going away um it's it's time to really um, come together as a community now that we know what happens when we leave our school board this particular school board on autopilot and, um, you know, we have to be prepared come November. We can't wait until September, as has been done in the past. We just need to wage an eight-month campaign to keep the pressure on them and, and so that they know they're going to be held accountable for their failure of leadership during this, this crisis time uh, and the failure of leadership for our children.
1: Okay. Hey, Nate Orman, let's stay in touch. Congratulations. Uh, this really gives me a, a lot of heart, so congratulations.
4: Yeah, thank you. It shows what you can do when you have grassroots support out there and the parents come together and the community comes together to get something done.
1: It's the grassroots that's going to get it
2: done. Nate Orman, thank you so much. Thank you. Sue, that's pretty exciting. You know, it's a great example of people taking back some control of their lives. And we'll talk more about
1: that. Before we go to break, we'll talk with Jason McBride at the bottom of the hour. Uh, We have got to talk about this Bill uh, Bill of the Day, Senate Bill 21-132. So SB means it's coming out of the Senate. HB means it's coming out of the House, has the year number. So SB 21, that's this year. This is number 132. This is a sponsor, uh, being sponsored by Senator Kerry Donovan. And this is regarding digital, digital communications regulation. Now my friends, uh, we talk about freedom versus force, force versus freedom all the time. One of those code words for force is regulation. And it says, this bill creates the Digital Communications Division and the Digital Communications Commission within the Department of Regulatory Agencies. Okay, right there in that sentence, uh, Sue, there's not one elected representative in that. You have a division, a commission, and a regulatory agency. That should put the fear of, of God in each and every one of us. But on an annual basis and for a reasonable fee determined by the commission... The Division shall register digital communications platforms which are certain communications oriented online businesses such as social media platforms or media sharing platforms that conduct business in Colorado or own or operate services that are offered to Colorado residents. A digital communication platform that fails to register with the Division commits a Class II misdemeanor punishable by a fine of up to $5,000 for each day that the violation continues. The Division shall investigate and the Commission may hold hearings on claims filed with the Division, alleging that a digital communications platform has allowed a person to engage in one or more unfair or discriminatory digital communications practices on the platform. Which practices include that promote hate speech, undermine election integrity, disseminate intentional disinformation, conspiracy theories, or fake news? or authorize, encourage, or carry out violations of users' privacy.
2: Who's going to decide
1: what that all is? Mm -hmm. I could see them going after me, because we are creating a digital uh, platform. And as you know, my friends, we are searching for truth and clarity on these issues. Just even the interview that I did with John Eastman, there is so much mistruth being put out on all of these different things by the mainstream media. But this is shutting down voices. This is like communist China, Steve.
0: Okay, a couple things about dear our dear uh, Carrie Donovan. She is currently the senator, or uh, president pro tem of the Senate. And she's not shy at all about saying that she's going to unseat Lauren Boebert you know, next year, so this is her. The other thing that came to mind right away, do you remember back in um, late January, early February, the dear AOC, not Amy, Oliver Cook, the other mm-hmm. one, was asking or wondering, do we need a ministry of truth? Yeah. My theory is that everything that happens at the federal level will trickle down to the state level. This is it.
1: This is it, right here in Colorado. And uh, I, I can really see, I could see them trying to shut us down, and so we'd have to register and pay a fee. And if uh, if we didn't, that in there would be uh, what five thousand dollars a day. It is astounding, Sue. It's the communication police. Mm-hmm. Shutting down free speech. There is a reason why our founders put freedom of speech as uh, the First Amendment. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, uh, let's see. Reason dot com has reported on this, and they said basically. That it would. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I think it's basically all the other things that I just said here. But as you know, we always are searching for truth, and we're looking for clarity on these issues. And this is something that is a direct affront to freedom of speech. And I wonder. I wonder where are going to be the
2: voices here in Colorado that's going to push back on this, Sue. I. I look forward to hearing who they are, because it's going to impact a lot of people, right? Right. And even though we do not hold the um, Senate
1: or the House of Representatives here in Colorado, I I look to, we need to have Republican voices that are coming out against this. And again, that is Senate Bill 21-132, and it is basically just shutting down voices here in Colorado. If you don't do and say what they want want you to do, you have to pay a fee, uh, and actually they will... uh, Uh, have a daily $5,000 fine, which is really, really scary.
2: Well, I think anybody who's engaged in, you know, communication, regardless of what side of the aisle you're on, ought to be concerned about this, because it may be a target for conservatives in the beginning. But as we can see, you know, the thought communication police can come after anyone with whom they disagree this is true and they are eating their own can you say
1: andrew como <laughs> you can see bill de blasio is just he is so excited because i think he wants to run for governor so that he can run the state of new york further into the gutter steve
0: that's like mickey mouse being uh, you know ganged up on by goofy i don't know that's, <laughs> it's incredible.
1: Jason McBride, Presidential Wealth Management. Do you want to weigh in on any of this stuff we're talking
5: about? You know, I think it's just, uh, well, not funny, but funny that uh, Cuomo sends, you know, hundreds, maybe even thousands, I don't know, of elderly people to their certain death by locking them up in uh, infected nursing homes. And nobody really said a peep about that, but you know, make a couple of inappropriate comments, allegedly, to a couple of uh, women, and now the entire uh, media complex and the the liberal complex is up in arms about it. Not that, you know, it's okay to make inappropriate comments to women, but it seems less, uh, awful to me than uh, you know, basically sending a lot of uh, our elderly folks off to their doom.
1: I wonder if they're going to ask for their Emmy back, Jason.
5: Oh, did they give him? An, oh, that's right. I didn't know that. Are, when is when are those shows on? Are they on like late night next to like the uh, speed? Uh, Uh, flex tape commercials, or I didn't even know the Emmys and Oscars were still on TV.
1: I'm not sure that they are either, Jason, because I I don't, I used to at least watch the Oscars for the, to see the different evening gowns, but I don't even do that anymore. Uh, But let's, let's talk, let's move over to something more serious. And that is people's investment portfolios, which is what you specialize in.
5: Yes. Well, uh, we've been trying to keep a pretty close eye on the market recently, Kim, because it's been a little bit of a wild ride. Um, you know, we had a huge up day on uh, is today Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Yes, well, it's Wednesday it at Tuesday. Yeah, we yeah. had a huge up day on uh, on Tuesday. Uh, We gave some of that back yesterday. The NASDAQ was down about 230. Uh, The Dow came down about 143, neither of which uh, erased the gains that we saw. But it looked to me like the volume had picked back up on the down days. So once again, on that big, powerful Mm. up move, we didn't see a lot of trading volume. And then as we've saw the sellers start to creep back in yesterday, the volume picked up again. So, I, again, I feel like over the next couple of weeks, it's going to be very uh, worth keeping a close eye on what the market is doing, on what the daily movements are combined with the volume, because I think that will give us a Mm -hmm. real clue uh, what the big money is doing.
1: Well, and and it may be a time, still very near highs here, to think about maybe moving something to cash. Not recommending that without people sitting down with you, Jason, but I would recommend that people at least give you a call on that. How can people reach you?
5: Uh, easy way, Kim. Give us a call, 303-694-1600. That's 303-694-1600.
1: Jason, thanks so much. We'll talk to you, to you tomorrow. All right, Kim. Okay, and we're going to go to break when we come back sue kinfield is in studio with me and she really specializes on human dynamics and with all that's going on out there people are pretty stressed and so let's talk about some resiliency and i think people are really stressed here in colorado when i look at this senate bill 132 it makes me a little stressed. so let's go to break we'll be right back controlling your own destiny there are a lot of unknowns on the horizon with the new administration Predovich and company is here to help trusted professionals for all your bookkeeping tax planning and accounting needs kim munson highly recommends Predovich and company they've been helping her for years Because of their advanced technological capabilities, Predovich & Company works with clients from anywhere in the United States. Give them a call at 303-791-3000 to put Predovich & Company to work for you. Call 303-791-3000 today.
0: Would you have ever dreamed that freedom of speech, freedom of thought, freedom of assembly, and freedom of religion would be under assault and attack in America? Unbelievably, it is happening right before our eyes. That is why it is important to keep free-thinking, independent voices on the airwaves, the Internet, and social media. Kim Munson is one of those important voices. Help her keep independence alive. Go to KimMunson.com to contribute to join Kim in the battle of ideas raging in America today. That's Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com.
1: And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. I am Kim Munson. Be sure to check out our website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there. And you can email me at Kim at com as well. I love that bumper music from the, the great Westerns, Steve. It is just, it's just beautiful. And it just makes me feel, makes me think about what Colorado really was built on. And that was the rugged individual spirit of each and every individual Not what's going on now, but I love those songs.
0: Is that when you came from Kansas and the wagon (laughs) trains?
1: Oh, boy. Are you not proud of yourself?
2: (laughs) Okay, Sue. I think that was called Payback. (laughs) I think that was.
1: (laughs) Sue, many people are feeling overwhelmed. We talked with Nate Ormond about getting our kids back in school. Uh, people have been shut up in, in their homes for some for quite some time mm. uh, we've seen the mainstream media just terrifying people um, businesses have been closed I was talking with somebody yesterday and because of the reaction to and disruption here in Colorado the this was caused by government it wasn't caused by the virus it was caused by government that the restaurant industry here in Colorado lost $3 billion. Mm, Think about the jobs and the livelihoods and the savings there. And so there's a lot of stress going on out there. And uh, let's talk a little bit about what to do. Okay.
2: So let me just start with what resiliency is. And it's basically emotional fortitude, problem solving. It's the ability to bounce back from adversity Um, move forward through challenging times, because we're always going to have challenges, right? That's just a fact of life. And individuals and organizations are better equipped to effectively move forward when they can deal with stress, because stress has a really big impact on our ability to be resilient. And just some figures here um, in the research that I've done, uh, Cigna did some research that showed 60% of Americans don't have high levels of resilience. That's And that was a survey done in 2020. Um, The AP, the American Psychological Association Stress Survey, showed that 65 percent, say the current amount of uncertainty in our nation, causes them stress. And we Mm -hmm. talked earlier at the beginning of the show that 78 percent of Americans um, have identified COVID, the COVID pandemic, as a source of stress. Well, it's affected every aspect of our lives. Mm -hmm. So that makes a lot of sense. Um, 60% of the people in the survey said that the number of issues America faces is currently overwhelming to them. Mm -hmm. And then more than three in four adults say the future of our nation is a significant source of stress, which is up significantly. Now, what's um, that figure again? uh, 77%. And they're concerned about our country. Yep, the future of our nation is a significant source of stress. I I, I actually think I want to look at that as a positive Be- in
1: what way because Steve and I talk about it all the time that that pre-COVID people we were kind of fat and happy mm-hmm. the we were uh, the economy was going well we were living our lives and underlying underlying all that this didn't just happen all this power that has been taken it's it's really been put in place over the years, and but people weren't really paying attention. And I've been, you and I have talked many times about our concern about the direction of the nation, but many people were not. Mm-hmm.
2: It's I'm taking this as a positive that people are waking up. It can definitely be an awakening. I mean, you can't escape the impact that it's had. I'll just, some of the... Um, just take workplace stressors that people have had to deal with, you know, be unemployment or layoffs, you know, that adds stress to people. Job insecurity, those people who've been able to keep their jobs, but they're not sure for how much longer. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen when we come out of this? Are companies going to downsize? Um, the work hours that people are working, it's being reported now that because people are working remotely, they're actually working longer hours because when you have your office in your home, it's mm-hmm. hard to escape. Um Work-family conflict is another source of stress. And people have been shoved into their homes. If you have multiple people who are working jobs and they're not having to work them remotely, how did you have to adapt to that within your home? And then you've got your kids there potentially Mm -hmm. who you have to manage and or supervise their online uh, remote learning that's been going on. And another part of this is the low job control that people have now because they're they're stuck at home doing their job through technology, which is a huge change for a mm-hmm. lot of people. Not that they weren't using technology before, but it's primarily the only way they do their job right now. And then that lack of social support. So you have low job control with maybe higher job demands. Things still mm-hmm. have to get done, but you're having to do it in ways that you weren't used to before. And then the lack of social support. I mean, we are social animals, mm-hmm. we are hardwired to connect. And that's been largely taken away because people aren't going – they're not getting that sense of community mm-hmm. at work. And, you know, even if they can go to church, there's a restriction on how much community you can actually do in church. So that those are some of the major stressors that people have had to deal with in this last year.
1: You specialize
2: in helping what companies and people
1: move through this. Tell us a little bit about about that.
2: Yeah, so my focus has always been, you know, how do we get – people to actually realize their potential. And so much of that potential exists in the workplace and the benefits to employers to being able to focus on something like resilience is, you know, driving up employee engagement, um, solidifying the commitment that people have. Um, When people are under stress and they're um, distracted by all this stuff that's going on around them, they don't focus well. They don't make good decisions. The burnout rates are incredibly high for a lot of organizations. And so, um, being able to help people perform better at their job and be happy in that job benefits organizations and the individuals in those organizations. So how can people reach you? Uh, I mean, how, what is this whole process like? So you can go to my website, suekenfield.com. And uh, reach out to us. Um, I'm going to be, we're doing consulting and training um, work around resiliency with organizations because we have to be able to bounce forward. A lot of organizations have done the job of taking care of processes and how they had to flex on their processes when this all hit. Mm-hmm. but. The people aspect of it, you know, people are not doing well when you look at a survey that shows 78% of people are stressed out because of the pandemic. And the things that are stressing them out about the pandemic haven't changed, unless you're in a state like Florida, or maybe Texas, or maybe Mississippi, where some of those restrictions are starting to lift. And if... Uh, Nate's, you know, if the school board here in Douglas County, for instance, puts kids back in school, then that's going to relieve some additional stress for parents. But these changes are happening slowly in some of these states like Colorado. And so the people who work in these organizations are going to continue to feel this stress. Um, And we can talk about how the media contributes to this as well. Okay, why don't we go to break? Uh,
1: in studio with me is Sue Kinfield and you can reach her at suekinfield.com, mm-hmm. correct? And uh, she's talking about resiliency and we'll talk both about individual as well as uh, in the workplace and I think the media, that's a very important discussion to have. Before we do that though, another one of my great partners is Castlegate Knife and Tool located right here in Sedalia Colorado and it's such a I guess they're right next to Bud's Bar if you which they have great hamburgers there so this weekend I'd recommend just take a little trip down to Sedalia Colorado there's some great there's other great little restaurants down there as well but Castlegate Knife and Tool having the right tools for the job makes the job easier and more successful Steve you you work a lot with tools and you can attest to that correct
0: Absolutely. I learned the hard way that the not having the right tool for the job is, you know, it, it's three strikes against you right up right from the get-go. I did a comment. You love to say that uh, Sedalia is a little slice of Americana, and mm-hmm. you put the icing on the cake when you mentioned Bud's Bar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, and the other thing, you, you were mentioning stu- uh, how important the right tool is, and I remember when you were so excited, or you told me how excited you were when you, uh, the wheel was discovered, Steve. Oh. <laughs> on that note, we're going to go to break. We'll be right back with Sue Kinfield.
2: With the federal government printing money, it looks like inflation is on the horizon. That is why you should lock in a low rate now on your mortgage. Lauren Levy with Polygon Financial Group is here to help. Lauren works with a variety of lenders to assist you in finding the mortgage that is just right for you. Locking in a low rate now will save you thousands of dollars over the life of your loan. Don't
1: procrastinate. Don't wait any longer. Call Lauren today at 303 880
0: 8881. That's 303 880 8881. You'd like to get in touch with one of Kim Munson's sponsors, but you can't recall their phone number. Find a full list of advertising partners on Kim's website, kimmunson.com. That's Kim, M O N S O N.com. Americans' Veteran Stories with Kim Munson, Sunday afternoons at 3, here on KLZ 560 AM and KLZ 100.7.
1: And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. I am Kim Munson. Be sure and check out our website. That is KimMunson.com. Sign up for our weekly newsletter there. And you can email me at KimMunson.com as well. This weekend, be sure and check out America's Veteran Stories, which is on KLZ 560 and KLZ 100.7 FM, 3 to 4 p.m., and uh, and I appreciate your contributions to support what we're doing as well. In studio with me is my good friend Sue Kinfield, and we're talking about resiliency. And Sue Kinfield, your personal story is one of such resiliency that is, I find it so inspiring. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about that.
2: Well, I guess we'd have to go back uh, a few decades um, when my family, you know we sort of split up when uh, my, after my parents had divorced. And we wound up uh, getting spread out, two different aunts and uncles. Um, and my how many children? F- my five siblings. Okay. Um, yeah, myself and my, my siblings. There was five of us. And um, so there came a time when we had the opportunity to uh, go into a children's home. Uh, my grandmother's brother, Al, worked in the kitchen of Mount St. Vincent, and they had just opened up from a, being an all-boys Catholic orphanage to being a children's home. And so the family decided it would be better for us all to be there in one place. And so my sisters and I were the first three girls at Mount St. Vincent wow. uh, many decades ago. And it was um, challenging. We were there for two years. So my mom needed time to get on her feet and, um, you know, afford a place that was large enough for us all to live in with her again. And so, you know, coming out of that, I guess, you know, at a young age, I learned how to bounce forward Mm because, you know, what are you going to do? And um, so really grateful for the work that the Sisters of Charity of Leavenworth were doing at the time and how that mission of Mount St. Vincent helped my family. Um, It's a a story of resiliency. Here you are.
1: And you're helping people and, and organizations with this as well. I mean, you've lived it.
2: Yeah. And when I started my business in 2008, I don't know if people remember what happened in 2008. <laughs> Timing's everything, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I started my business a couple months when I went out on my own um, before the crash. And so, you know, life is going to throw challenges at us no matter what. This year has been unprecedented um, for everybody. And so, you know, I how people do in life is, is a big heart mission for me. I want to help people. Um, I think people are um, unbelievably capable of make, of going through uh, challenges and coming out better on the other side. And uh, I, I'm really concerned about how we move forward with all the impact that we've had. So um, let me just shift and talk a little bit about the media. Okay. So um, because people have been inundated, right? They've been at home. They've had the TV on much more so than they probably ever would have had if they were going to the office. Well, And those death counts. You know, yes. remember early on, it was like a, a sports show constantly. You know, yeah. it was. It's hard to find good news, and there, I think there's a reason why. So, research shows that we as human beings have a negativity bias, and uh, we've talked a little bit before when I've been on the show about emotional hijacking and the role that this little, tiny almond-shaped part of the um, emotional brain called the amygdala has. And the amygdala, that's where our fight or flight response lives, mm-hmm. and so when we when we take in data, it gets processed by that emotional brain. And given the fact that we are, we have this negativity bias, two-thirds of the neurons in the... What what does that mean, negativity bias? Well, that means that the, the amygdala spends most of its time searching for negative information. Okay. Because it's trying to protect us, right? Okay, so like if there would be something
1: that would be threatening us out there.
2: Uh, yes, and our, our brain has a tendency to seek that out first, okay. right, because it's a threat. And it, it even impacts our language. If you look at the English uh, language dictionary, um, 62% of the emotion words are negative. Huh. And when we speak, um, 70% of the language that we use is is negative and so when you see what the media does I mean and this goes back decades I think there's a lot mm-hmm. of psychological research that the media mm-hmm. has done to figure out how do we get people you know you can't turn away from watching the car crash right or the mm-hmm. train wreck or whatever it is our our brain is seeking out negative information and the media has done a really good job of providing that for mm-hmm. us so they continue to feed that bias that we have and unless you're really on top of it and you can turn the TV off or you can find some other um, coping mechanisms to get you through the stress, it's just going to pile on and pile on. So the levels of anxiety, um, because of the mental health focus that I have um, in the work that I do, uh, study after study is showing the mental health challenges are increasing. We've seen a rise in suicides. We've seen a rise in Um, drug abuse, because people are self-medicating, because they don't have maybe some of these strategies that can help them be more resilient and go through uh, these challenges without it impacting their physical and mental health. What would be a a couple of strategies that people could incorporate? So, you know, um, one of the strategies is mindfulness. And uh, mindfulness gets a lot of uh, press. And it's really about, you know, taking time to slow down and stay in the moment if you will and it's you know combating that monkey mind that gets going you know especially when you're you you know imagine a lot of women who are at home they used to be going to work now they're working from home but they're the primary caregiver for their kids Mm -hmm. and their kids are at home and so you know being able to take some time out even if it's five or ten minutes and just kind of gather yourself center yourself and that's a pretty common technique and you can find a lot of Um, a lot of techniques to help you with mindfulness online. And I know a lot of organizations are bringing in mindfulness. Um, But if you don't sort of take a look at the underlying cause of some of the anxiety, and and I'm not talking from a psychological perspective, but it's helping people understand some of the automatic automatic thoughts that go on in their brain and how to Mm -hmm. counter those. Mm -hmm. Because in addition to the emotional brain, we have the uh, the thinking brain or the more rational brain. Well, actually, they don't have that in Washington or down <laughs> at the Capitol, do they? <laughs> yeah, Apparently not. I mean, it's the part of our brain that most of us wish would activate more often. Uh-huh. Um, but you have to practice uh, leading with that brain and being able to challenge sort of the, the prehistoric nature of the emotional brain that wants to keep us safe. But sometimes it piles on too much negativity, and we get buried by that. Well, and the media really has played
1: into that. One of the first things is I would really recommend people turn the TV off. Mm. Uh, but that doesn't mean to not be informed. We are working diligently to bring forward issues to you. And Patty puts together a very important packet of headlines, which we never have the time to get through them all each week. And, and we're, we're with this revamping and uh, moving over our website, we'd like to put headlines there so that people can – just know that you can trust us that we are doing our very best to bring truth and clarity to these issues.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Be informed, but don't have the television on 24-7.
2: No, you can't. I mean, you can, but it's not it's not a great idea. And be mindful of where are you getting your news. You know, most people are used to just getting spoon fed, and they're believing everything that they hear from the media, no matter who you listen to. So I really encourage people to take some time and you know, personal responsibility is, a, is an important element uh, okay. of resiliency, um, as are, you know, personal beliefs and you know, realistic optimism. And when you think about what the media, they want you to keep tuning in because they need you to, you know, see their advertisers. And they manipulate people to tune in by all the negative news and feeding that negativity bias. So really challenge yourself maybe to think about, is what you're hearing from the news source accurate? Mm -hmm. Is it really the truth? Mm -hmm. How much time are they spending on making you angry or making you fearful? Mm -hmm. Um, Because those are really powerful emotions that do not support resiliency. As uh, Robert Shuler once said, tough times last. I'm sorry, tough times don't last. Tough people do. Mm -hmm. And so we need to sort of build up that inner toughness, that resiliency, uh, look at how our personal beliefs and our levels of optimism are informing how we're handling the challenges that we face. Because um, I think 2021 is going to continue to be a challenging year, maybe not in the same respects as 2020 was, uh, but it's all going to depend on you know what's happening with our local and state governments as well.
1: Mm-hmm. And we need to we need to be able to feel like we can make a difference, and that's mm-hmm. why I think with Nate Ormond, I take such great uh, admiration. I'm just I guess comfort as well that. Yes, grassroots can still make a difference. It's daunting what we are facing with our country right now. Biden has not even been in office for two months. We've seen energy prices go up 30%. That affects people significantly. And I think Rick Turnquist, I think he said the three great things that have contributed to our prosperity is um, limited government and fossil fuels, and capitalism Mm -hmm. and all those things are under assault right now Uh, so we've got maybe about three minutes left if s- somebody likes what they're hearing with you and, and wants to reach out to you, a, a company, or uh, what does this process look like? They reach out to you, and then what happens?
2: Sure. So um, they can uh, contact me through my website, and then um, I'll follow up with them and you know learn a little bit more about what they're trying to deal with. Um, I think we're going to ha- see a lot of opportunity as employers try to bring people back into the office. How do we make people feel safe about that, regardless of the... Um, Steps that an organization might have taken to create all the Mm -hmm. physical distancing and all the other things that go along with that. But from a mental health and a physical health perspective, how do we get people comfortable returning back to the workplace? There will be people who don't come back. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's going to be a whole other conversation for organizations. Um, So... Uh, we're interested in helping people, you know, address that, helping individuals figure out ways to maybe counteract some of the anxiety and depression that they might be feeling uh, as a result of all this. So yeah, go ahead and contact us through com and we'll be happy to follow up and um, um, put some programming together.
1: Well, and that really is leaders of organizations uh, really need to work to get in place uh, 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 situations where people can set them up for success yes the other thing and we've got just a couple of minutes left you said personal responsibility and that is goes directly to, uh, against this narrative of victimhood. Mm-hmm. You can't have personal responsibility and be a victimhood at the same time. No,
2: and you saw it in Douglas County with, you know, that's a perfect example of people being frustrated with what the school district has done for this last year, finally taking back some of their power and taking back some of the control over their life and doing what they can do, sign a petition or what have you so that they can actually make a change in their life rather than sitting back, complaining, being angry, and being frustrated, and waiting for someone else to take care of it. Yep. We're just about out of time. You had a, a quote you wanted to share. Yeah, so Viktor Frankl, um, if you, people don't know who he was, he was a uh, concentration camp um, survivor, and he said, Everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. And that's a perfect way to sum up what resiliency is, to choose your own way. And
1: there is such power in that. And I would highly recommend that people reach out to you, Sue, uh, to help their businesses, their organizations thrive and prosper. Because that is really resiliency. That is really uh, a kind of a bedrock of the American spirit. Sure. And it's. I think we're in desperate need of a lot more of it right now most definitely we are out of time this went way too quickly it's great to have you back great to be here with you thank you and our quote for today is from horace and he said Carpdium, rejoice while you are alive enjoy the day live life to the fullest make the most of what you have it's later than you think my friends today be grateful read great books think good thoughts listen to beautiful music communicate and listen well live honestly and authentically Strive for high ideals and like Superman, stand for truth, justice, and the American way. My friends, you are not alone. God bless you, and God bless America.
0: Fast, on a rough road, riding high Through the mountains, climbing Twisting, turning further from my home Young like a new moon, rising fierce the rain and
1: lightning wandering out into this great unknown
5: And I don't want no one to cry, but tell them if I don't see